0: I think people have been killed for way less than that.
1: (gasps) So today, we're talking about... (laughs) Pantian. pantheon and gods and what yeah i play a lot of city builders uh, that take place in roman times and i build all these little temples to all kind of gods to decorate the city and whatnot this pantheon of roman gods used to be very present in society in their days and my question to you today is what would be the equivalent today yeah (laughs) <laughs> and there is a lot of alleyways we can go from there.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think yeah, there's like tons of way to go from there. But like first maybe we can define you say that like in the old times pension were part of like everyday life also like there was like, like church people were going
1: there let me paint you a picture of what religion was like in uh, classic greece and rome it's small like so you have temples everywhere and you have all kind of gods responsible for all aspects of life from war to wheat there's the god of wheat there's the god of rain there's the god of sea etc and I only know a tiny little bit about historical research in that domain but it seems that our ancestors considered them more like spirit or something like that and when you plant your seed it's kind of like you ask for their blessing like a kind of a spirituality permeating every part of society mm. though it is probably still debated because there's not a lot of writings.
0: But like so so people were planting a seed and whatever. Like they were thinking about like the god of seeds, whatever. Of harvest, I guess not seeds. Okay, but like the actual building the Pansian, is that a thing or like was there just like temple and like Pansian were referring to all the gods? Because for me Pansian like means two things, no? Like it means a building and the actual like corpus of all the gods that exist, no?
1: Yeah, I should look into the the definition of the Pantheon building, though, because... So, yeah, there is Pantheon as a collection of gods, and then there is the Pantheon building that is in Paris. I think... But only in Paris? No, I think
0: in Rome, there's a Pantheon as well, no?
1: Yeah, I think when you have, like, a super plus plus, <laughs> a super extra great temple... Then it's a pantheon, or maybe it's a temple that ha- that's dedicated to several gods. <laughs> a big plus plus temple. Built in honor of all the gods of a nation.
0: Okay, okay, it's actually So just I think like
1: temple is for one entity and pantheon no. would be for several entities.
0: The actual translation from Greek is temple of all the gods.
1: Oh, hence the pan prefix maybe? Like pansexual? Makes sense. But yeah, it's kind of like the plural of gods and by metonymy designing the building dedicated to them
0: found like very funny when like in france the pension is just like for men
1: yeah so i guess when was it built was it because uh, bec- it's first probably because of the revolution right like like fuck religion etc yeah, yeah, yeah before that was a
0: church for saint genevieve Jean- and then
1: it used to be a church and they, they dedicated it to the great men of the nation. Yeah,
0: I think it's interesting that like we call it a pantheon, which is like at the start I was thinking of just like all the gods that exist. And we put like men in it, thinking that well we transform like we kill God and we transform like human into God.
1: So I, I think rather than getting uh too deep into debates, we can we can say that it used to be purely religious and notably through French Revolution, it expanded to secular no. heroes, like the great men, the great people of the nation. No, yes. And the Paris example is a good example because it's fully dedicated to men. And there might be uh, other examples, but I don't know.
0: So when we were defining the subject for the episode, like what you were thinking was the idea of like what would the new gods be?
1: Yes, uh, but... I don't think it's a different question since it comes down basically to what do you look up to essentially, what, do you, what are your models, your guides and the things you aspire to. In life, so in daily life, do people aspire to be? I don't know a lot
0: about like Roman mythology, but like I don't think people would look up to them. No, they were a bit insane, if I remember well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I don't know. I can imagine like you could be. Uh, you would want to be strong as the god of war, or mm, wise sense. as the goddess of wisdom, wise as Athena, something like that. Essentially, yeah. The question I was uh, I was hovering around is like, what is the modern current-time mythology. But I find it super interesting that maybe the current mythology is not gods, but it's men instead, like, uh, well, mankind itself.
0: I think in the sixty, like, 1916, 1970, yeah, it went from, like, god to man, but maybe we can talk about that a bit later. So we went from, like, the mythology of, like, v- like Roman Empire and that sort of stuff, where, like, 10,000 gods and, like, Abrahamic, like, religion, I find it fun to think about, like, actually, okay, there's one god in all Abrahamic religion, like, the same god, but they're very, very different. Like, he doesn't behave
1: at all the same way. Well, it might be the same person at different times. Uh, you grew up and you changed. <laughs> well... <laughs>
0: the problem is supposed to be perfect, so it's not supposed to change.
1: What? Like, you're, you're making some very strong assumptions here between perception and... Uh, perf- between perfection and change. Well, how can you change something that is perfect? Well, if you're perfect, you're perfect under all circumstances. That means you're adapting your response to circumstances. Mm
0: -hmm. Does that make sense?
1: Being perfect means uh, like killing people at one time and at other time just like turning water into one. So you
0: think that the New Testament God would do the same as the Old Testament God if he would go back?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I'm just pointing out that you're going a bit fast here. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. But what I found fun is like. Because like in like in the Roman mythology like what I really like and enjoy is like the gods actually talk to each other like the stories of like jealousy of like hatred of like war between gods and what I found a bit sad about the like, Abrahamic religion is the Actual only God don't do much.
1: That's that's exactly why I wanted to bring this topic up, because do we have something nowadays that we could use for this element of fun that we lost? <laughs> Can we make our own pantheon that is a bit more fun than a single god? Well we
0: put the three like we I told tell you, like we put like the old testament god, like the Jewish god, the Catholic god and the Quranic god. <laughs> In a small room, and they talk.
1: Uh, uh, do you mean like the, the like the manga Buddha and Jesus? <laughs> yeah, except it's three time Jesus. Except it's except it's not the Christic figure like the sons. It's the the parents. Uh, yeah, I don't know that. I don't think it exists because it's probably very blasphematory. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. And in a way, I think, like, they're supposed to be the same, like...
0: They're supposed to be the same god, no, but, like, what I'm saying is a bit, like, insane because, like, they're actually... I think, like, the three religions agree to say that it's the same god that they're talking about.
1: Yeah, but... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think this is such a wide topic that you could find people who would say, like, oh, they are different gods and people who would say, oh, they are the same gods.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah... I don't know, like, so it would be like three different representation of perfectness, fighting, why fighting actually like why can't they just talk
1: I don't know i uh, <laughs> 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 it was your idea so what uh, what uh, what are they doing? <laughs> I don't know like
0: that <laughs> they're the, sinking. The I don't know, maybe like they think, like ooh what can we do next on Earth? Like
1: to put them in the big brother house? <laughs> yeah. Like in reality television.
0: Except that like the mini games are like, ooh, what new species can we create? Oh what new I don't know.
1: What like, liquid can you turn this water into? <laughs> <laughs> that would be great TV.
0: <laughs> that would be amazing T V.
1: Today's sponsor is Science. Science wanted us to remind everyone that it is not a body of knowledge, but a methodology. It's not a set of facts, but a model that can help you understand reality. If you want to try science, the first month is free. So are the other ones.
0: If we were to choose people to go into a pension right now, like, what kind of people we would pick? So in France, like, we pick what? We pick, like, authors, scientists, and, like, that sort of people.
1: Okay, so it's the perfect segue for this section because we were talking about how, like, different gods on reality television, and it seems to me that the the people who draw the most focus, the most attention today are probably at least television person like media personalities so if you would go by pure like i don't know popularity you probably need to put uh, kim kardashian in your modern pantheon
0: that's exactly what i was thinking because like if you look at people that is in the pantheon right now but like i don't know like victor Hugo is in it alexander is in it so like oh he wrote like romcom 200 years ago like let's put it there i
1: think the 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 principle was like service to the nation or something? like. Very...
0: Yeah, but like, you know what I mean? Like all these old French authors that are like unreadable that are really not nice to read. Like, I'm sorry, but Alexandre Dumas is just rom-com. It's an old fantasy book that is like written for people that don't have TV but like want to watch TV. I
1: don't know enough to dispute that claim.
0: <laughs> all of these authors, like all of the French beginning of the century a bit before, like Zola,
1: so you're saying that they were the Kardashian of their times?
0: Yeah, exactly. Like Victor Hugo, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like there was no like. They were, did, exactly. were they
1: doing popular literature? Well, I guess back then you had a class of slaves that couldn't, didn't have time or education to read even. So I don't know if that makes sense as a question.
0: But I mean, like they were published in like magazines, like every week, and like people. <laughs> people
1: <were laughs> you can't go more plebeian than magazines. Yeah. Okay, so now we are idealising them with the the golden paint of the past or like the glasses of time but back then they would be the, the popular sensation so you would put I guess Kim Kardashian in there like I don't know Ariana Grande who are like you, you pick the list of uh, most biggest Instagram accounts and put that in your pantheon
0: I mean like that would make sense I guess like I think there's a thing about entertainment that like, I don't think like being a Big entertainer is easy and like I think it asks for a lot of work and for a lot of talents. So, like being Ariana Grande, I'm sure like that like she works like insane and she's a very talented human being. And I don't think like anyone could do that. And it doesn't mean that like it's not a great service that she does for the nation. Like I'm I'm not saying that like we should only pick like the best scientists put them there.
1: In, t- in terms of sheer impact, yeah, uh, a good uh, happy pop song probably brought more happiness than. Anything else to the next The Les <laughs> 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 So do, do you want to enshrine uh, Despacito and Gangnam Style, Sai? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe.
0: Like, I wouldn't do that, I think. But I don't think it would be completely insane to... But, like, they already have that kind of impact, though. Like, I think, like, Ariana Grande is already seen as this kind of, like, weird... Is she human still? Like she's like above, in a sense, a normal human, which is a bit weird to say, but like, it's kind of true. Like all of these.
1: Well, it's a, it's a symbol almost. Uh, So how, how about, I have like other example. What do you think about how, how do I, how how can I define that? Uh, Because I was going to say like people who actually changed people's lives like the inv- inventor of facebook or the iphone yeah i thought about like, that well. <laughs> Go, but then you have like you, okay you have steve jobs and mark Zuckerberg, but like the, the they are really a team effort of the whole company and their individual contribution is less than the company's contribution
0: i thought about that a bit before the episode like do we Like, basically, like, the first that comes to mind, like, right now because he's alive is, like, and people, like, weirdly, like, that guy is Elon Musk, like, that has, like, this weird cultural moment around him.
1: I was gonna say Elon Musk in my list, but then I realized he didn't do anything, actually. (laughs) He's just famous.
0: He became, like, this weird part of, like, pop culture. He's Uh, less
1: impactful in anyone's daily life than uh, uh, Steve Jobs, probably. But, like, everyone who owns a Tesla, I would say he's impactful, but... Yeah, we'll see,
0: but uh, because Tesla is like is valued that m- much because of him, but also because it could change, like the battery technology and whatever could change a lot of things for like everything. But because
1: we don't have cars, so we are not actually impacted by. MLS. But I think like the car, like for
0: Tesla, I think the car is just like part of the business. Like that gigafactory, like that giga like battery thingy is more of a thing, and like what, but whatever.
1: Well, I don't know. I don't think Elon Musk changed my life in the way that Steve Jobs did. Even though I hate that guy, for sure.
0: No, but like he's a horrible human being. But like you don't need to be a good human being to do something for humanity.
1: So now you're you're saying officially like we're putting bad people in our pantheon. <laughs>
0: I mean, like Aida was a fucking Nazi. You know what I mean? Like I, I, it's like it's not.
1: Well, we're building the pantheon now. We get to choose whether we want purely on like impact. A merit? Or... I don't know.
0: I think it would be. Imagine like 40 years ago, there would be like Sartre, there would be like Heidegger, like we would put these people in a pension, but like they were literal like shitty human. But they managed to like change, like Nietzsche was like fucking insane as well. All of these people that did like great philosophy, I think we would put in a pension, and they were not great human beings. I think being a great human being is such a low bar because (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's a low bar in a way and like also maybe impossible to do if you do something great because if you do something um, great you
1: have to do sacrifices and you can probably enshrine someone because they were gr- morally great like I don't know Genji or whatever I
0: mean like someone that do nothing like literally like the only guy that we enshrined because he did nothing was Buddha, and because he was the first that did it but like right now if you live in the fucking secluded forest and do nothing for 50 years (laughs) I'm sorry but like you're not doing shit
1: it's a shame maybe we should enshrine these people instead (laughs) (laughs) I respect them way more than Elon Musk (laughs) okay
0: (laughs) Yeah, obviously, but obviously, like I'm, I'm not saying that, but like I'm, I'm saying that with pension, like, comes greatness. No, like we can't, like, put in pension people that are not great, and with greatness comes, like, doing something
1: innovation. Yeah, because you can still do something. Like the the guy who's in the forest is still doing something, but it's not the first one, so it's already pre done
0: yeah so okay so, so we we invented new rules because like the gods of the I'm roman clearly
1: being it up as we go <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah yeah, yeah clearly, clearly clearly but like we're creating like right now we, we put like so you need to have done not you something needs to have done any kind of innovation
1: yeah i think like change the world is a good uh good way to frame it
0: because like gods like didn't change the world they make it
1: well, they made it out of nothing, so... <laughs> yeah, so they like something. <laughs> I don't know. I think we'll go, we're going to go back to Roman gods after because they have a completely different perspective. <laughs> you
0: made a good point before, which was like, should we put the Elon Musk, the Steve Jobs, uh, Bill Gates of the world or should we put their company?
1: Yeah, yeah. I had, uh, I had this fleeing thought for a moment because, you know, we said we went from mythical entity to men, like to people. And I was thinking like did we go from people to groups of people? but considering how the individual is so big nowadays in the discourse and everything i don't don't know if that makes sense even i Uh,
0: think it does make sense because like even if like the individual is so big in a sense of like ariana grande is so big or like elon musk is so big but for the actual achievement of thing you don't like there's no more innovators by themselves that like are creating weird stuff right now like if you want to create something you're obviously automatically part of a group like nothing. No one is doing shit on their own.
1: Yeah, but people are more passionate about Elon Musk or Steve Jobs than they are about Apple or Tesla. Well, Apple, I don't know, but Tesla, I don't know. I'm
0: kind of really for not putting these people in like a pension just because I think like they exist because of capitalism. Like we would have an iPhone without these guys if, like, a system would be put in place to create iPhone without these guys.
1: Yeah, I, I agree that if it hadn't been Steve Jobs, it would have been someone else, probably. Someone would have find, found something. Okay, so maybe instead of uh, celebrating individual people, and even instead of celebrating groups of people, we should celebrate accomplishment, ideas, or products.
0: Yeah, so, like, the Pantheon would be, like, the iPhone, like... The
1: iPhone directly. The
0: this Quest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> kickstarter <laughs> itself kickstarter <laughs> youtube <laughs> i don't that is that is nice that is nice i can see myself praying to youtube for good videos <laughs>
0: Because actually, actually, I mean... I think, like, it would go back to, like, kind of, like, the old gods, meaning...
1: Yes, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Because when you pray... Like, when you think about YouTube, you think about the mighty algorithm. And the mighty algorithm is a black box that clearly no human can comprehend because it's just too big. Like, too much data, too much lines of code. Like, there's no one person who can tell... Who can understand its mysterious ways. And so yeah maybe we created our own gods and now we're back like f- <laughs> we it used to be gods no it, it it went back to humans and now we made stuff so much bigger than ourselves that we can only like gaze and pray like oh please please promote videos that we want and don't destroy the world please <laughs> there's a there's a point about ai alignment here yeah. but uh... <laughs> So, I don't know if uh, it's the question of, like, whether you celebrate it or you pray to it. (laughs) I think, like,
0: praying is enough, no? Because, like, celebrating is, like, people pray to, like, I don't know, like, the Inca pray to their gods for not to be destroyed and not really, like, celebrate them, I guess. I don't know. I have no clue. I don't know anything about the Inca. But but
1: it's, it's interesting because, like... Victor Hugo or, like, the scientists in the pantheon, like, they found their theory, they wrote their books.
0: Because they could at that point. Like, like science was no... Like, we didn't know shit at that point. No,
1: that YouTube or Facebook, and Twitter, they're, like, clearly not the product of a single mind the iphone there's no one person who can be responsible for and that. even
0: like science like the the guys that get the Nobel the nobel prize in like whatever like there's a team of like 40 researchers behind it. it
1: i don't know i don't know much about nobel prizes
0: for example like i don't know like the guys that discover like hiv there were what like at that time like the pandemic was full on because there was i don't know like 30 Forty university working on it, like they were all sharing papers, and like then like one group of scientists got the Nobel Prize, but actually it was a group effort of everyone. I am sure that like the COVID vaccine, like the R N like the R N M vaccine, the girl like it- it's a girl's. I d- I don't know the university, but like that like did a research way back like five seven years ago on R N M like vaccine. Obviously no fucking Nobel Prize there, and like I'm sure she will get one like next year. But like there was a full team with her, like obviously, like act- like postdoc, doctorate, and like a full... You can't have research like Darwin anymore, like, ooh.
1: It's interesting. We, we moved in scope and complexity way beyond the reach of a single human. So does that mean that the whole of humanity gets enshrined? <laughs> you get a pantheon, you get a pantheon. We all get a pantheon. We all get a pantheon
0: as a whole.
1: That's the whole shit we have to yeah. share.
0: Like the humanity it's gets attention, not like the actual individual person.
1: Damn it. Okay. <laughs> then it's meaningless. <laughs> if
0: everyone is pensionized, like no one is pensionized. What do
1: you get like a brick of a pantheon? I think you get
0: nothing. I think like that's the idea of humanity is what we pray to.
1: But like that's what
0: you, we actually do. Like when we say like oh fuck god, when the, when is the vaccine? Well, not for God, like that means, but like... <laughs>
1: dear God, give us the Yeah, vaccine.
0: we were actually saying like, dear fellow human being, please walk your ass off for you to find a vaccine. That's what we're doing.
1: This episode is brought to you by... The absence of call to actions. You all know that you're supposed to like, subscribe, leave a good review on iTunes and such likes. So why does everyone keep reminding you of it? That's silly. We don't do that here. Anyway, we've seen Pantheon uh, celebrating feats of strength and impact, etc. But when I was thinking about uh, Roman gods, etc., One thing I was originally thinking about them more about, more like symbols and values they represented. Like Mars, the god of war, would represent victory, and the god of harvest would represent prosperity, etc. So I was coming at it with the idea of what is something that we all know and share and kind of enshrine and understand that's communicating a special idea. And for instance, one thing that's very, one, uh, one area that's pretty easy is the idea of evil, because that's where you can throw a lot of examples. <laughs> uh, like, for instance, I think a good candidate would be Dark Vader as the embodiment of evil, kind of. Mm, understand. Or maybe uh, an even better example would be Hitler, because Hitler is like, as soon as, like, represents all evil, kind of. And in the way, Elon Musk represents technology. And in a way, everyone knows Elon Musk. (laughs) I don't know.
0: Elon Musk is not that well known. Like, I'm sure my parents don't know Elon Musk. Um, They would know about Steve Jobs more so than Elon Musk if we need to choose one. Um, I think like Hitler is a really good example of like an embodiment of evil that is like more evil than
1: in in a certain way you could say that he has become the god of evil like the quintessential representation of evil and Steve Jobs kind of the god of technology the quintessential representation of innovation
0: yeah that's that's that and Ariana
1: Grande the uh, <laughs> the goddess of music <laughs> of, <don't> entertainment. <laughs> of entertainment of theater is she the Dionysus of our time <laughs> I don't think so <laughs> I think there's something missing here but <laughs> I, I don't know. May-
0: Maybe I think like Michael Jackson might be, like that kind of person. Like no one argue about his talents, which is rare for a pop artists.
1: You have One Direction, the gods of gayness. They, they, they're like they don't <laughs> exist anymore. Like <laughs> <Yes>. at all. <laughs> Well, they're
0: BTS now. <laughs> not even a bit. They disappeared in an instant. Like, they were like, oh, we're not a thing anymore. And everyone was like, okay, fine.
1: So see, that's where you go. Before in uh, in Greek my- mythology, you had gods fighting, etc. Now you have One Direction disappearing, Ariana Grande rising. Then there's Kardashian drama. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's the thing about, like, the big difference and why we can't really change. Like, it's not interchangeable. Not even interchangeable, but it's not the same thing at all. Is that like, gods are. Not changeable, meaning like Dionysos is always Dionysos, Which become true when it's quintessential. Like Hitler, I think like in two thousand years will still have like that, that will kind still of. Be Hitler. Yeah, it will still be Hitler in the sense of like wow, much evil. But but like for entertainment, I don't think we can put an actual artist there because like being a quintessential artist, art changes so much
1: or it would be like the artist, the idea of an artist, the idea of the pop artist. Yeah, yeah.
0: What I was thinking about when you were talking about okay, the god of prosperity, the god of war and blah blah, blah, I think you were going to say like what would be the new category of God that we could come up with?
1: Yeah, okay. So what are the categories nowadays? For example, like entertainment, like... Entertainment. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like
0: Dionysus was like the God of entertainment or it was just like the God of wine and like comedy? Like, how was he like a more holistic entertainment God?
1: I think it's more holistic. Like gods used to be, to represent all kinds of different shit. So he was like theater, comedy.
0: So you're telling me that like in 2000 years we haven't invented any new category of stuff
1: a new category of stuff Mm. i don't think so yeah we probably expanded on that's sad well uh, i mean you you gotta give the people their dues i mean ancient greece (laughs) lasted for centuries and they had intense philosophy so i think they had a pretty good chart of ontology
0: Maybe. Of ontology of stuff. But, like, we haven't created any new kind of, like, entertainment. I guess we're not a new kind of entertainment, but, like, not... Yeah. But it existed before. Basically, human beings are always doing the same thing, but, like, a bit differently.
1: If we're still doing the same thing a bit differently, why is it that the Pantheon has become irrelevant then? Like, why is... Mars replaced by Rambo and Sylvester Stallone. Well, I guess it's not irrelevant, right? It's Mars has been replaced by Sylvester Stallone. And <laughs> Has it been like, replaced though? Like, are we still having...
0: Meaning the God of Harvest was a very important figure in many, many cultures. And now, like, there's no such thing as like a farmer praying to God for a good harvest.
1: No, the farmers are praying for, to the European Union for great subsidies, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it would mean that the EU is a new God. Our political.
1: What I'm thinking
0: is that, like, we as a human species are so in control of the world around us that, like, it makes no sense.
1: But now we pray to ourselves.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It makes no sense to have, like, gods anymore.
1: But we still have images of ideals the ideal warrior in these movies or the ideal lover in other kind of movies and they're not human per se, they are ideas so in that way, you still get some sort of mythology and mystical, like, you have. Do you, though? So, because, because, like, I think, like, 50 years ago, that might be true with, like, Hollywood stars that were, like,
0: that kind of, like, none. I'm removing what I was saying about Ayurveda the day before. I, I think that stars, like, 50 years ago, were, like, this kind of, like, untouchable human being that were, like, representation of beauty, representation of, like, aesthetic, of a lot of things. But now, like, these people that should represent beauty, that should represent, like, all of the, like, prosperity or whatever, are so much approachable and, like, sharing their, like, daily life and, like, whatever, and so... Like, they're actually not representing that thing. And, like, even if you only take what they're playing in, Ariana Grande in the role of, like, Ariana Grande as a star or uh, uh, an actor in the role of, like, any movie, a romantic movie, do we still have, like, we're still saying, like, Don Juan? We're not saying, yeah, like... Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. You're right that there was something mid-20th century about stars that completely disappeared with, like, social media and bringing everyone close together that, like... You cannot have anyone... Nobody's sacred anymore. Like, Mm. there there cannot be a sacred human beings. But you can still have sacred ideas like Don Juan or... Do you, though? Or Terminator or, or something like that. There's so many creations. There's so many, like, entertainment
0: stuff. There's so many art being created... Then like, can you actually create a new symbol? Like, like, that could be a new podcast. But like, a new podcast. But like, can you though? Like, like a new dungeon. Will that exist? Like, we are still saying Merlin. We are not saying Harry Potter when we are thinking about a wizard.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Like, what is the last, the last time a very big symbol was created? I don't know. We we'd say Harry Potter for any child wizard. So you still get some new symbols maybe more specialized because there are so many and then you you really need the test of time too because the the point of these symbols is that they stick when people like when <laughs> Dungeon first came out you didn't know that it was gonna stick <laughs> or something like that I don't
0: know yeah that's maybe true
1: but yeah when, when was the last big uh, ideological revolution
0: but even even if you think about entertainment too, after Harry Potter like what other stuff like stick around like nothing like even Game of Thrones was forgotten
1: well you have Marvel as a big blob oh yeah
0: yeah Marvel like the Marvel universe actually like a lot of people with this conversion would have gone with like superhero and like we haven't talked about superhero at all
1: my first draft was about superhero but my first notes but like I had Captain America and Hulk for like I don't know bravery or whatever I had Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory for smartness I think the conversation ended up going so far past, like way more interesting than that uh, surface level thing. <laughs> because yeah, what is the modern fantheon? You're going to say Thor from uh, Marvel. <laughs> Thor is still here in a way.
0: You still have a few gods. I watched Charmed recently, like the old TV show Charmed. And like there were, I find interesting that like,
1: What are you doing? I don't know
0: what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> But like there was a representation of Thor and I think it's kind of fun that like in a lot of these like big pop fantasy stuff and even in Stargate SG-1 there was a Thor at one point like the Asgard like there was a Thor. And I think Thor really like is an embodiment of like something that make it appear a, a lot.
1: Yeah yeah I think that's a really really good point on what to put in the pantheon because you keep seeing Thor pop up all over. You see less of Harry Potter. You see a bit of Hitler, but not so much. And you're probably not going to see Ariana Grande in any TV show like that, in any story. It's a bit Jungian in a way. You see Merlin quite a bit, actually. I should have, like, come with a list of uh, Roman gods to see if there is, like, equivalent. There was Hermes, the god of messages, like, communication... Twitter, but you don't pray to tweet. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you don't pray to Twitter. Number of times you pray to your uh, your internet provider, please don't cut my connection. <laughs> <laughs> You know, in a way, we, we haven't changed that much. We're just like it, it has become less, like, you don't have that face anymore. You don't have the God of communication. You're just praying to, like, the website you're using or the service you're using.
0: You're praying for the actual thing to actually happen. Twitter is actually the platform of the God. Like, it's actually the new temple.
1: Yeah, so that's... that's. Uh, so I had other points, which we're going to skip for the interest of time. But that's, uh, that's I think, a good point to bring us closer to a conclusion I guess another point I wanted to bring up is what is actually the purpose of those gods because you can say like one of the points of the, the ancient gods is that they used to permeate life and that every time an action happens you pray to them for a good outcome or you thank them for the good outcome like they are already present everywhere mm-hmm. and so that made me think that like if we need a new, if we build a new pantheon of gods, we need things that we interact with like daily or every time something happens like if the purpose of God is to give you something to worship I mean Twitter is a good example I was thinking more like money is actually the thing like you actually pray like you do interaction every day you do your transaction every day we went way more into like an
0: animalistic view of the world meaning like you're praying to the thing that you're actually using in the instant. like I'm using my microphone if it shut down like I'm gonna pray to the microphone like the actual company so the yeti gods that like it will work again
1: I think you're gonna pray to the spirit of this specific microphone I don't think so though. oh maybe what I would pray to my computer for it to get uh, like, like please get better
0: but like for it to get done you will use either twitter or email or your phone so these are like the new way to interact temples. with the gods. Yeah, <laughs> the new temple. Actually, I think you could say that the internet is a new pension, as in, like, the building pension, like, is where all the gods live.
1: It's cute. That's where I plug Serial Experiment Lane, but <laughs> it's an anime about that. The internet is our temple, and everyone, everyone is the god. Mankind is the god.
0: Maybe, maybe what we could do, because, like, you said that, like, you have multiple other points that, like, we're not going into because like in terms of time, maybe you can just list them quickly and see like if like that could open the discussion for like a follow-up or maybe like we can say it or three words on it. If ah, like.
1: yeah. Maybe you can leave it in, in the comment and continue it on the surprise because so we talked about gods as representing ideas. I, I, In a way, I think these gods are shared images representing concepts, like Mars is the shared concept of war or something Mm -hmm. like that. And so that got me thinking about Hitler and Darth Vader. But then I got into thinking that we do have tools of communication for complex ideas, which are internet memes. And maybe our new gods are like, I don't know, Doge or like that Bernie Sanders memes where he's once again asking for your money is the god of, once again, asking for your money. <laughs> <laughs> you don't really pray to them, but you can... One aspect of the Pantheon is that they are shared cultural anchors for everyone to articulate their thinking around. And in a way, GIFs and memes have become that. Aren't they too many though? Maybe we have many girls, I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning, like, for it to be a god, like, in a, in a lot of air quotes, to be a god, you need to represent something a bit big, a bit generic. Yeah. Memes are never. I think, like, a meme that would make sense is, like, the jealousy meme. The guys that, like, look up at another woman. And, like, yeah. that would be, like, the jealousy meme. But I think it's just a representation of something. Like, for it to be a god, like, it's a prayer to the god of jealousy, this meme. It's not like the actual God in itself.
1: Is, is it the Jesus of jealousy, the God embodied in a picture? You <laughs> 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 probably talk <took> too long. <laughs> <laughs>
0: let's list all of the stuff that like, you wanted to say for the next episode.
1: Yeah, well, I, it was the thing about memes. <laughs> I what did I have? I, I had the question of the concept of volatility versus eternity, which we kind of touched on, like some stuff are eternal and some stuff come and go. And in particular, when we talked about the fact that the idol, the top entertainer is embodied by different people at a faster rate. I don't know it feels to me like there is an equivalent in mythology but maybe I'm just thinking of Doctor Who or no James Bond for instance I mean you have this kind of like entities that are instantiated by different people and the concept themselves like the concept of James Bond is kind of like I don't know the god of of superhero of spy uh, of classic spies whatever
0: like Sherlock always come back to Sherlock yeah exactly
1: like Sherlock always come back to Sherlock I
0: think Sherlock is one of the like most Recent.
1: most recent gods most yeah no but most recent merlin
0: like most recent donjon
1: yeah yeah that that's that's really true that's really true but i think that is the the point where we call on to everyone of our listeners to point out either your favorite pantheon what we missed or yeah who do you think should go in the pantheon who is your modern gods or, or even yeah what criteria what kind of stuff are we using and for that, we have so Twitter, YouTube, Reddit. That's where all the discussions go. And we have a Gmail also, but that's more like one-sided conversation. Though we still welcome emails, of course. Everything's not daily podcast, no space. And we'll see you in the next episode where we'll reply to all of this. Bye. See you.
0: You need to say not tomorrow. See you.
1: <laughs> it's too cringy. I can't. See you, not tomorrow. (laughs) Uh, you, You can feel the pain in my voice.